0: episode
1: 36 minimalist budgeting
2: Welcome to the Frugal Friends podcast where you'll learn to save money, save money. embrace simplicity embrace and live a richer life. Live life Here are your hosts Jen and Jill
1: Welcome back to another show boom, hey, boom. hey I'm Jen I'm Jill And this is the Frugal Friends podcast, where we're talking all things saving money, spending less, Mm. paying off debt, Mm. saving more for retirement, Mm. all those good things that Mm. we know you love to do.
3: Yeah. You may not love it, but you will.
1: Yes. After you hang out with us for Mm -hmm. a few weeks, you'll love it. You'll love it because
3: you'll love us. It's inevitable. Basically. Basically. And
1: today we're talking about something that's so crucial to all of the things that we talk about. And it's like this underlying thing that you got to have playing in the background. It's Mm -hmm. like background music. It's foundational. And if it's not there, it's like awkward silence Mm -hmm. all the Mm -hmm. time.
3: Or like a house with no foundation.
1: Yes. That's a better way to put it, Jill. It's condemned. You can't live in it.
3: Yes. And that's budgeting.
1: And we're going to talk about why, even if you're frugal, you still need a budget Yep. and how you can find the right one for you Yep. and how you can stick to it. Because really that's, that's the biggest the problem. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to start with our sponsors uh, that we hope you're budgeting
3: in for, <laughs> and then we'll move on to our articles. Speaking of meals, This is brought to you by leftovers. It's every child's least favorite word, but it's the budget-friendly way to eat. So didn't finish your meal at the restaurant? Get a doggy bag. Eat it tomorrow. Did you make way too much food on Christmas? Eat up those leftovers today. It hasn't gone bad yet. Don't worry about the fact that you ate this for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Just think about all the money you're saving. Leftovers. It's turning your brain off and filling your belly with whatever's in the fridge. Leftovers. Mm. I did not read
1: this on the show notes. And i you just watched me eat
3: leftovers, Jill. Yes, I from, did. From uh, the Thai restaurant. Which and... those are the best kinds of leftovers. Yes. Oh when my you've gosh. got something from a restaurant, you're actually looking forward to it. The worst kind of leftovers is like fish from yesterday that you didn't even like the first time around. Yeah. I just make sure
1: that when I cook fish that I know is going to be eaten like leftover, it's going to be okay cold. Mm. Like I could do like a cold fish salad. Yeah. That's the secret to fish, leftover fish. Thank you for that secret. Yes. And, uh, and that's it. That's all we have for today. <laughs> that's That's your just nugget. The, just those sponsors. Have fun. Yep. Okay. I guess we'll talk about budgets. Let's do it. Uh, okay. So our first article is going to put down that foundation mm-hmm. for the foundation. Mm-hmm. It's like smoothing out the dirt uh, before you build a house. Is that and what they do? Yes.
3: Oh, yes, they do. So, you know so much about building homes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, because there's one down the street that they're they've smoothed out the they're the just dirt smoothing for. out the dirt. That's all you got to mm-hmm. make sure that you're doing. Right. So what we're doing is smoothing out the dirt uh for your financial house mm. by telling you how Budgets equal freedom, not restriction. Mm. And this is an article from Savvy Savers Academy. And I loved this one because it took me so long to figure this out. Yeah. Jill, did is this something that you just knew
3: or did it take you a while to? Um No, Jen, I was not born knowing everything. I know that's a (sighs) bit confusing sometimes. I always have to ask because I assume you were. How did she learn things? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I had to learn them. So, yeah, for me, too, the word budget used to mean restrictive. It meant you can't spend money. I don't really know how that frame of reference or perspective comes about. I don't know who started it really like why we think budgets are restrictive or they mean that you are boring and you're always saving. But that's, yeah, I had to learn that that it was actually freedom for me.
1: Yeah. And I love planning. So it was never, the idea of making a budget was never uh, like boring or dreadful to me. Mm-hmm. But whenever I would mess up and you know fail the budget that is when i felt that it was really restrictive and mm-hmm. i would get all these negative feelings about
3: it that's true yeah cuz you don't always do it perfectly the first time surprise i don't do it perfectly anytime
1: <laughs> let's be honest um i've been budgeting for i might be like award winning like world's best world's worst budgeter
3: oh wow
1: i i might win that award okay that's an so. award Yeah, and I have been doing it for, I guess, three years now. We've been, yeah, Travis and I have been married over three years, and we started budgeting together as soon as we got married, and I mess things up every single month. The Mm. only times that I get close to, like, doing a perfect budget are when I do a no-spend month. Mm. Yeah. Even then I don't always do perfect no spend months. Right. So I'm still messing up.
3: So if you're listening, you're in good company that yes. we are not perfect and we mess up, but we keep going. That's the important thing. Mhm. Yes. That's the only
1: thing yeah. honestly is to just keep going because as long as you're like aware of that fact, like a budget can equal freedom and she does a really she has some really good points on on doing that and so her first point is that a budget is nothing more than a plan Mm -hmm. for your money and so like I've always gotten that but for a while I felt like I had to make somebody else's plan on like I would look at my budget and I would feel guilty about how much I was spending on coffee yeah and so I would say oh normal people only spend $4 a month on lattes. Yeah. And that's not my budget. That's somebody else's budget Mm. that doesn't like coffee and accidentally buys a latte once a month. Yeah. Like, that's not me. Yeah. Um,
3: I think that's a good point. I get caught up on that a lot, especially pertaining to food. You'll see. This is a theme Mm -hmm. throughout all of our episodes, (laughs) just food. Um, We love it. And... My food budget always seemed to be pretty high, and I think a lot of people can get caught up on this because it is a pretty variable thing, but it always needs to be in the budget every month, and I I do see people constantly, whether they're in our Facebook group or just on Facebook, people posting, what's everybody's food budget? I think that's one that we compare to each other a lot, and it ranges, holy smokes, because it also depends on whether or not you include going out to restaurants wrapped up in your food budget or not which I think is one of the ways that we can think our food budget is a lot higher or a lot lower than somebody else's is based on whether or not they include restaurants but that's another topic-hmm but then it's families or it's single people or it's working or are you at home so I think anyhow what you're saying here is creating a budget that is for you that makes sense for you that is that is realistic because yeah my food budget is Five hundred a month. Some family of five could look at that and be like, "That's astronomical." I only spend two hundred. Okay. Well, where do you live? Do you cook every day? Do you never go out to restaurants? Like, yeah, just give yourself freedom with that, and and beware of the comparison game. Yes, and
1: your budget doesn't have to be perfect from the first time you make it. Mm-hmm. So maybe your goal is to only spend four dollars a month on coffee, and you're a saint, and. You spend fifty dollars right now, so maybe next month your your budget for coffee is forty. And then yeah. it goes down to thirty. And it's a process. Mm-hmm. Um like your budget is your your money plan. And it's got to be workable for you.
3: Mm-hmm. 100%. And also,
1: if you have a spouse who may not be on as on board as you, or maybe has different priorities that you don't understand, then the budget is both of your plans and you got to have grace for each other. Mm. It can't just be your budget.
3: It's both your budgets, (laughs) both your budgets, both your budgets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of giving freedom. So just to continue to keep laying this foundation and brainwash everybody into our way of thinking. For sure. So, and thinking of budgets as money for things needed and a plan for things wanted and and having the freedom to spend when you want to spend save when you want to save so like imagine this that you have budgeted all year round for vacation what that might mean is that you've put away 200 bucks a month and now you've got all this money sitting in an account for this very purpose of going on vacation it's what you've been setting it aside for um, 100% you will have no problem spending that money on vacation. That's freedom. That's like, I know that I have that money. Mm-hmm. That's sitting there and I am able to spend it versus how a lot of times we can do things of, uh, okay, this month I want to go on vacation because it's the summertime and how am I going to do that? Uh, go into debt. Yeah, put it on a credit card. That's not freedom. That's called no. debt. Yes. So
1: that's... That's the freedom that the budget gives you. It's the freedom to spend on what you really want to spend on. And that's what we always think of frugality as is spending money on the places you want to spend it Mm -hmm. and not accidentally spending it just wherever your feelings that day take you. So the budget helps
3: is a tangible way to help you do that yeah you're still in control you decide what you do with your money how that's spent where that's spent so it's only as restrictive as you make it or as your paycheck makes it <laughs> lol correct yeah
1: and we'll talk about some budgeting like methods later on mm-hmm. and they another thing that can trip people up with budgets is if they are making a low income not mm-hmm. all of the budget you know, things that are touted on the internet work for every yep. size income. Yep. So no that not, it's not one size fits all.
3: Or a variable income, which is me 100% all mm-hmm. of the time in that, yeah, we work for ourselves. So we don't always know what's coming in. And there are solutions for us. So don't make that an excuse that you can't budget.
1: Yeah. And so one of the things that I had to come to terms with when I was budgeting uh, or, or really laying the foundation of my budget is learning that budgets are flexible and mm. they they can be flexible, mm-hmm. uh, and that's one of the things that takes the rigidity and the restrictiveness out of it. Mm-hmm. Because there are some times where I would budget, uh, you know, twenty dollars for coffee, and then I would get invited last minute by a friend to get coffee, and I was already at my limit. And I would add, you know, $5 to the coffee budget and take $5 away from another budget. Mm. And that is the beauty of the budget because
3: you made it. It's your budget. You can do that. And if you fail and you don't take from another section and you just go $5 over, then adjust that for next month. Like Mm -hmm. it's not this is the budget for the rest of my life. It's this is the budget for this month. Then make another budget and just keep working at it.
1: Yeah. Maybe you don't progress as quickly as you wanted to in making, you know, your ideal budget. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because you're still doing better. Mm-hmm. And some, some months you will not do better. They won't be better than the month before. Yeah. Uh, but that just happens. And it's you, – you go through it. You walk through it. And, uh, and then the next month starts and you start over. And it's a good, fresh, clean slate.
3: Yeah. And you rest easy in the fact that all your dirt has been smoothed out.
1: Yes. (laughs) Because you have the mindset of a budgeter. You got that smooth dirt mindset. That sounds weird. I'm not going to say that anymore. I like it. (laughs) So, yeah. And and then she challenges us. She has like a little challenge in here. And it says, if you haven't been keeping track of your money... Mm go back through your bank statements and credit card statements and see where your money has been going. Mm-hmm. You might be in for complete shock at how much you spend and where. And I tell everybody this that I do budget coaching with, and they're supposed to go through at least three months of their statements to see what they're actually spending on these things mm-hmm. before they decide what what they would like to spend on these things. Mm-hmm. So that is a really great challenge and exercise if you have maybe fallen off the wagon and you want to get back to budgeting. And you might be surprised that you are not spending as crazily as you thought you were. Yeah. Um,
3: that, that happens a lot tracking spending is a great place to start regardless so just to know well what is realistic to spend and are there areas that I could cut back or areas that I want to add to so that that's a good way of knowing well what do, what I what number do I even put here how mm-hmm. much should I say I'm going to spend on food that can help with some of some of the avoidance of failure
1: yeah let your past uh tell you how you should start preparing for your future.
3: Oh, man. So wise.
1: I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you.
3: <laughs> Excellent.
1: Yeah. So make sure before we go on and talk about budgeting methods mm-hmm. that you are in the right mindset to budget. And you don't think about this a lot because it's it's just like something you have to do mm. to get good with your finances. But... You will do it so much better if you are in the right mindset. Yeah. And then the budget can be a source of freedom instead of restriction.
3: And assistance in accomplishing goals, feeling like you've got a purpose to set your hands to, Mm -hmm. possibly something to unify you and your spouse or your family. Yeah, pack some excitement and fun into it and recognize that it can give you some things that are enjoyable in the midst of it. You can have a coffee budget. You don't have to feel mm-hmm. guilty about going and buying coffee if you know I have this money set aside. I know I can spend this money. So coming at it from that perspective will help with some longevity in doing this and setting yourself up for success. Right? Because when I don't have a budget
1: or I'm not, you know, I'm not living in my true budget, I I have anxiety about spending on anything yeah. even if I need it. Yep. And it's it's kind of crippling to an extent cuz I'll put off purchases I need to make just cuz I'm I'm so anxious about spending anything. Yep. Um so yeah, that's just that's me and so the budget has helped me in that issue. Excellent, Yeah. Ready to move on? Um I'm there. I'm with you. Let's mm, do it. Good. Great.
3: To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial.
1: Well, our next one is from Student Loan Hero, and it's five simple budgeting methods to help you live your best life. Mm-hmm. And there's five. I'm sure you can find a list of 100 budgeting methods, but I didn't even go there.
3: They'd all pretty don't much want to be kn- some version of the same thing.
1: Right. Honestly. I don't. If there are 95 more budgets out there, I don't want to know them. Mm-mm. So that's uh, what I can offer you. <laughs> I can offer you five. <laughs> this, this is enough. And they're all still pretty similar. So. And let's be honest this is a list of five, and it only has four methods. And you'll find out why. Okay. <laughs> so the first one is the zero-based budget. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely the most popular uh, way to budget,
3: mm-hmm.
1: especially for uh, probably people that are listening to this podcast and other podcasts that promote paying off debt and and saving a high portion of your income. And it's because there are no hard and fast, um, like, ratios or percentages, you Mm -hmm. can save uh, as much as you want, as high as it is on your list of priorities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it tended to be the one that most of the people in our Facebook community group, the Frugal Friends community on Facebook, were also using.
3: Yeah. What most people... It's talked about a lot. I think it's the one that people would be most familiar with. Mm -hmm. And just taking your yeah basically naming every dollar, putting every dollar somewhere, and that that could be as much to savings and debt payoff as possible. so yeah, it's very detailed on how much you're spending and where exactly it's going
1: yeah and i another thing I like about the zero base budget it's actually an exercise in uh priorities because you list your income first. And then your expenses, you list them in order of priority. Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of things on your spending that Mm -hmm. maybe we just take for granted and we don't know. We might be spending more on something that's at the very bottom of the list than something that's in the middle. Mm -hmm. And so it can be very eye-opening to how much you're spending on what you prioritize. Mm -hmm. So it's it's not just a, a way to you know save your money, but also a monthly reflection on, is my money going proportionately to what I prioritize? Mm-hmm. The next one is the pay yourself first budget. Uh, we had one person in our Facebook group use this, and it's actually what I'm using right now. So I'm a very lazy budgeter, and we definitely did the zero based when we were paying off debt Mm -hmm. because we were going, you know, really hard and fast on that. But now we pretty much just pay ourselves first. So we'll put um, everything to our retirement accounts and all of our bills and a little extra to our mortgage and we'll spend whatever's left over. Nice. Without any plan. Just however you want to spend it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is also, uh, I mean, if you are already frugal and used to budgeting and you just like kind of are are taking it easy, Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, we are still saving like 35% of our income. Um, So we're not like taking it slow by any means, but it's a far cry from the 50% we were putting towards debt. So Mm
3: -hmm. it's, it just depends on where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. So this one's not as restrictive. It's not as f- focused on exactly how much you're spending in each category, but it is still placing money in the areas that are priorities for you. And it's not excluding saving at all. Mm-hmm. It's maybe more so focused on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So definitely these
3: first two
1: are my favorites. hmm
3: Okay. Then you've got the envelope system, which a lot of people are familiar with, and I would say is a great way for people to introduce themselves. Well, it's an introduction in some ways, but it's relatively intensive. I would say it helps you build those muscles of budgeting and seeing what it's all about and helping you stay on track with a budget. Um, So I know that a lot of people will sometimes start here and then start to loosen the reins a bit as they kind of understand this whole process and how to do it. It's similar to a zero-based budget, but in this system, you're doing most of it with cash. So you're actually feeling the cash leave your body rather than just swiping or inserting a chip. And then when you know let's say your grocery envelope is filled with your $450 when that's gone that's gone and so it kind of mm-hmm. helps you to to stay focused and stay on track with okay I'm only going to spend this amount and to realize like what that amount actually looks like what it will get you so i know i know a lot of people love this i did it for a time it ended up being that i didn't enjoy carrying all that cash around with me and it mm-hmm. was tough for both Eric and myself. I think I did a bit better with it than he did, but we ended up doing um, variation on the envelope system in that I then, I just made up a card of what's what would I have put into an envelope. And then each time I spend out of that category, I subtract it. So that Mm -hmm. looked like, Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of every day or if I had time right after a transaction happened, I would subtract it. So then I'd have like a running total on this little index card in my wallet that would let me know how much I have left. But it wasn't actual physical cash that and that that worked for us for quite a, a while too. if you're uncomfortable carrying around all that cash, but you still like the concept that was a bit of an alternative
1: yeah, definitely. And so I know the envelope system works really great for some people, um, like Allison of Inspired yeah. Budget, who we had on episode 18. Uh, she actually uh, has some envelopes that she makes that have like cute little quotes on them. And you can download them on her website, um, inspiredbudget.com. But yeah, I also don't love the envelope system. Mainly, we didn't use it while we were paying off a debt. Just because it was it was a little cumbersome mm-hmm. and uh Travis does not carry a wallet he just carries his cards on the back of his phone and um, yeah he couldn't he very frequently couldn't remember his wallet that's why he switched to this method <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it was out of necessity yeah yeah and and I just wasn't really good at keeping track of cash and rec- I hate receipts and uh-huh. um, all that so definitely using uh that's why using credit cards is a good, like what we decided was a good way for us because we'd be using the debit cards anyway. Um, so we just use those for those cash reward bonuses. Mm -hmm. Um, and and pay them off.
3: Yeah. I will um, say for me, week or so. It was a good introduction though. I have moved away yes, from that yes. system, but it it was very helpful to really get a rein on this and to understand it a bit more. So I would recommend it to start out with, but yeah, it's certainly not for everybody. Yeah, it's cause it's
0: difficult.
1: So if you're trying to like get into it hard, hard and fast, this is I mean, everyone should try the envelope system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think everyone has, and you just have to decide for yourself if it's for you or not. Because mm-hmm. it, it dovetails well into the zero-based budget mm-hmm. um, and the fifty, thirty, twenty, which we'll go over next. Uh, and it's so it's not an exclusive budget, right? It's kind of a an assist. Yep. And so, yeah, the next one then we'll go into is the fifty, thirty, twenty. So this is for people that love percentages. They just like mm-hmm. like to know. Mm-hmm what is going to what and they don't want to have to prioritize like the zero-based budget Um, you know maybe they can't max out retirement accounts they only want to put 20 percent to their debt and savings this is a good one and this is where you can also find the variations that just the 95 variations that are in other like Mm -hmm. accounts you can you know 60, 40 different percentages.
3: That's it. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's, yeah, they're all just different percentages. So don't get caught up on mm-hmm. on the proportions. Yeah. If you're not perfectly at 50, 30, 20, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, the breakdown is 50% goes to necessary expenses, 30% goes to discretionary expenses, and then uh, 20% goes to savings and debt mm-hmm.
3: payments. Yep. So again, kind of similar to the second one we talked about, the pay yourself first budget. It's not a tight rein on exactly this is how much I spend. It's a little bit more fluid. And like we said, you can change up those percentages for what works for you. But it is about prioritizing um, and putting, you know, making sure you're getting money where you want it to go. Mm -hmm.
1: But a little bit
3: more fluid and flexible.
1: Yes. And if you're not ready to prioritize all your expenses or maybe you don't have time for that right now, um, this is also a good just quick and easy way to divvy up your income and then, you know, go from there. Mm -hmm. But I definitely recommend at least trying the zero-based method, which is our favorite. But 50-30-20 is widely used Mm -hmm. and
3: is literally better than no budget. Yep. Uh, but, and speaking of the no budget, <laughs> that is the fifth method listed here. Uh, the no budget. The, the like no they say budget. it's the no budget. The no budget
4: just no
1: budget. Yeah. You remember how I said there was only four budgets on this list? Uh-huh.
3: This is why. That's why. Okay. But I will say that I have used this method. I didn't know that it had a, a term to it because I also felt like it wasn't a real method. But... I've been here. So as the name suggests, it's basically not spending money you don't have, which we we should all what a concept. Uh, we should all be grasping that yeah. actually by now. But if I
1: if I could do that on my own, I wouldn't need a budget. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. So <laughs> d- don't spend money you don't have. Just don't <laughs> do it. You don't, don't do have it. money, don't spend it. You don't have cash in your hand, That's don't it. spend it. Uh, But basically, this is starting from the place of paying your bills. And if you have money left over, deciding where you want that to go. So honestly, this is where I've been sometimes uh, given my different entrepreneurial pursuits or uh, (laughs) not having a consistent paycheck. So, and, and there's, there's other terms for this too. And maybe it doesn't exactly fall under this like no budget title, but for those who don't have a consistent paycheck or not sure what's going to come in next month and you don't know how much you can plan to put into savings or towards debt payoff, it's whittling down your your expenses like as low as you can get them and knowing what needs to be paid every month.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Basically
3: saying no to everything. And then saying no to everything else. This is where budgets can feel restrictive, but mind you, it's not because of a budget. It's because you're not bringing in a lot of money. So that's Mm -hmm. not the budget's fault. That's the paycheck's fault. And so if you're in that boat, then start looking for some well-being in your employment. Okay. So this would be (laughs) your food, your gas, your medical expenses, like the things that you had, your phone bill, your housing, the things you have to pay off. And when you bring money in, you pay those things first. And then... But then it's looking over it and saying, okay, we actually brought in more than what we were anticipating this month, or we brought in more than our expenses. Now, where are you going to put that? Then you can spend it, but don't spend it before you have it. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, can you put some of it towards extra debt payoff? Can you put some of it towards saving? Do you want to treat treat yourself to a coffee? Whatever, but make sure you're paying your bills off first. So that this would kind of be the approach for those, like I said, who don't have that consistent paycheck that you can plan. Like on the first of the month, I get X amount of money. Yeah. It's an interesting method.
1: And like the writer says, you can't do this one if you don't have discipline. And you wouldn't want to do it with a credit card Mm -mm. because the point is to, you know, it's tied directly to your checking account. And so you can make sure you're on track with your spending. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not tracking your spending, at least your checking account is. Because don't worry, your bank knows how much money you have left. <laughs> even if you don't. <laughs> they're not going to tell you you have more than
3: what you actually have. No.
1: Never, never. They're not not going to tell you you have less either. Mm. So they're just going to be there sitting with it. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you to tell it where to go. Yeah. In one of these methods try them all. See what works for you. Mm-hmm. Because budgeting is a lifelong journey. Mm-hmm. And just like you might not want to marry the first boyfriend you
3: ever date, you <laughs> might not, not want to stick with the most with the first budget you ever try. And have the freedom to tweak it, to make it your own. Maybe you start with the envelope mm-hmm. system and like me, you find out you don't want to carry around wads of cash, then tweak it. Yes. Don't feel like you have to get stuck into like, is this the right way of doing it? Who cares? Yeah, who cares? It's your budget. <laughs> it's your money. There's no no budget shaming here. Nope. There's never any any version of shaming here. Nope.
1: So we hope that you will create the budget method that works for you. And then tell and, us about it. And tell us about it in our Facebook group because we had such a great conversation about budgeting the other day so much good input in our group so if you have questions about budgeting or problems with it and you need more advice than what we're offering today definitely check out our facebook group at frugalfriendspodcast.com/group mm. and uh, there are just so many smart people in there uh, that are willing to help and laugh with you and share gifts yep so, yeah that's all i have for these
3: that's all we need
1: yeah I know that you were thinking about if we needed more I'm glad you decided we didn't
3: (laughs) this is enough
1: yeah because I'm really ready to move
3: on let's move on to the best time of the week it's the The bill Bill of the
4: the week. week
0: Time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and
2: his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hey, Jen and Jill. This is Jocelyn, longtime listener, second time caller. I previously called with the Bill of the Week with John Stamus' son baby Billy. Uh, this time I want to give a shout out to my favorite Christmas movie, Love Actually, that has two or three bills, depending on how you count them. The first one is Billy Bob Dorton, who plays the sketchy president of the United States, who tries to hit on the prime minister's secret girlfriend. The second and third bills are the aging rock star Billy Mack, played by Bill Nighy, who who sings uh, that fun Christmas song. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. And thought, absolutely, three bills in one Christmas movie? Amazing. Anyway, hope everybody has a great Christmas, and thanks for a great podcast. Ah, so good.
1: Such a good bill. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're still waiting for something to compare to the duck bill um, that somebody loved off <laughs> to,
3: for for Jill. I to, will like never forget that.
1: Yes, um, but like all the bills, just they're good every week. So if you've got something bill related to share, please, please, please. Uh, head to frugalfriendspodcast dot com slash bill and let us know your bill. Make us laugh. We're over here. We never listen to these bills mm-hmm. until we actually play them for the first time recording the podcast. Mm-hmm. So you will get our genuine reactions to these. Who doesn't bills. want
3: genuine, authentic reactions?
1: Because that's all we have. Yeah, we don't. We don't prepare for these. <laughs> <laughs> that's what people I mean, want to we, hear. We're not yeah. prepared. We're never prepared. We we prepare for the episodes. We do not prepare for the bill of the week. (laughs) There you go. Totally organic. There you go. Totally.
3: And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial.
4: AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. We
1: talked about the ways to do it. The method. The mindset. The method. The method.
3: Come up with another M. And here is the ways means to stick to your budget. to stick to your budget. Means. Oh, yeah. That's the a good mindset, one. Mindset, method, and means. Ooh. Very good, Jill. On the spot. Very good. Yeah. So
1: thanks. this is the means uh, with which to stick to your budget your monthly budget and I mentioned that we had a really great conversation in the Facebook group and so we took all of these suggestions from our community um, on ways that they will stick to their budget in order to help listeners take their advice and Mm -hmm. and we'll put a little bit of our own into there but you've heard enough of our thoughts so I know you're bored with us We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so first tip um, is from Sage, and she gets paid on the first of the month and will pay all of her bills and debt right away and then spend whatever's left. Even sometimes that's $300. Um, and so the key to her success in that is leaving her credit cards at home. That mm-hmm. way, she's only spending what's left and not more. Mm-hmm. Mia also does the same method. They both do the zero based budget. Mia gets paid twice a month, so she'll set her bills to come out on each of her paydays. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. So, and then she also keeps the last credit card she hasn't cut up at home. Mm. So those are. Really great tips, which can work with zero base or pay yourself first. Right.
3: which if your bills come out automatically online, you often can set the dates yes. that they come out. So that's that's really smart.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So Christine in our Facebook group, she uses two different checking accounts. So all of her monthly bills come out of one, and then she uses the other for spending. So this would be good if you. Don't have the option of paying everything on like particular days, then you can kind of know which account is going where. So I thought that was a good tip.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Juvie uses the Mint app mm. to track her budget. Yeah. Um, and she likes the notifications uh, when she's nearing her limit on a budget. Um, apps are such a great way to bring your budget with you. Like, and there are so many apps. Mm-hmm. I went through a bunch on the App Store for an article that I wrote because I really wanted to find the best budgeting app um, that didn't cost an arm and a leg. Because uh, every dollar is really good. Um, Whitney in our Facebook group uses Every Dollar. YNAB's really good. And Ashley uses that. But they cost money, and mm-hmm. so I really wanted to find something similar to Mint that allowed me to customize my budget and to make a zero-based budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have started using Honeyfi. It's a budgeting app for couples, but I'm sure you can just use it, you know, if you're single too. Otherwise, mm-hmm. Mint would is an awesome alternative. Mm -hmm. And uh, I like HoneyFi because it alerts – you can share as much of your spending with your partner as you want, but we're we're totally transparent. So when one person spends, the other person gets an alert on their phone, and you can put your budget right into there and see what each person's spending. And it is – it's a really great app. It's very similar to Mint where it automatically tracks your transactions, which is great. When we were paying off debt – I used every dollar because of the manual transaction feature, like mm-hmm. it was better for me to manually input everything I was spending, okay, so that I can be more aware of it mm-hmm. um, and now that I am spending more just on different things, um I
3: like it to be automatic, yeah. So, nice. yeah, apps. And those are great apps. We'll have links to all of these apps in the show notes. So, check mm-hmm. that out if you're driving and you can't write all these things down. So, Sue from our Facebook group also reminds us good reminder, Sue, to prioritize sinking funds into your budget so that you're not surprised by those often forgettable or unpredictable annual or biannual expenses or just things that come up. Mm-hmm. Um, going out, to dinner for someone's birthday, or forgetting that you need to—I don't know—pay for your kids' field trip that month, or what, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. There's always something that comes up, and and maybe it's not emergency fund worthy, but it's you know pulling out of that fund. But yeah, I always forget about auto
1: insurance because we only pay it twice a year. Because you save money if you pay it only twice a year, but then you also forget. And then mm. you don't have auto insurance, yeah,
3: or registration, same thing, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Or so
3: license renewal that happens every mm-hmm. four years. So there's a there's just always something popping up,
1: yeah. So it's always good to have like a general sinking fund for unforge- unforgettable, unpredictable, forgettable deal things mm-hmm. deals. I'm done. I'm I'm all talked out. I just talk too much.
3: <laughs> I get you.
1: I'm tracking. Yeah. And people always forget about the sinking funds. They always think they don't need them, mm-hmm. and then their car breaks down mm-hmm. or their laptop gets stolen or all these things that have happened to me. Yikes! And yeah. Uh, so it's you don't take them for granted. You need an emergency fund. You need sinking funds, and And that's just the basis. That's the baseline.
3: Yep. Drop the base. Good tips, everybody. Thank you.
1: Yes, thank you. And if you have any more tips on how you stick to a budget, another one I used was like doing no spend challenges. And I think Leah and our group did that too. I forgot to put that in here, but that is also a way I learned to be frugal and spend less and like Mm -hmm. stick to my budget if I had a really bad month one month mm-hmm. then i the next month i would do a no spend challenge so that i could kind of like compensate yep um so if you've got any tips to help other people stick to their budget please feel free to to comment on the uh the post for this episode in the group there's yeah. i we post uh something about our episode every friday um
3: so yeah Help help some brothers and sisters out. Help us out because it's so great to be encouraged by other people or to gain new tips or if you've got a certain way of doing something that might be a bit off the beaten path but might work for somebody else. It's just, it's great to have community and share ideas. Yes.
1: And speaking of community and sharing Mm. ideas, we are loving hearing your ideas about The Millionaire Next Door, which is our book club book this month. And we're still giving away copies of it.
3: Yeah. So if you want a free copy, that's right. F-R-E-E. You get it for free. No money spent of The Millionaire Next Door. All you have to do is leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Screenshot that review. Send over that picture of your review to us at frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com, and we will select the winners at the end of the month.
1: Yes, and if you're having trouble coming up with just a good, simple review mm. that, that you can offer to us in exchange for an entry into this drawing, you can take a cue from Carolyn, who sent us a great five-star review. Nice, uh, it Carolyn. It says, Very helpful and interesting. I just discovered this podcast and listened to the episode about getting free stuff. I've been in a buy nothing group for a couple of years, and their explanation of the concept was perfect. I really appreciated all the other sources given and the way these two women are friendly, super normal, and chill, fun, well informed, and interesting to listen to. That is what I mean chill
3: and fun. She thinks we're normal. Jen, that's what I'm
1: clinging to. That's why I have a podcast, is so I can trick people into thinking
3: I'm I'm just normal. normal. I'm not crazy. I'm normal.
1: Yeah, because Travis tells me I'm not normal. And then I I go back to my podcast reviews (laughs) and I say, Look at this. People like me. (laughs) And I say it in that voice, and it doesn't help my case.
3: (laughs) Good point. Well, if you think we're normal or at least a version of crazy you can deal with, yes. uh, keep hanging out with us. It's, it's fun to be here. It's fun to have you all here with us. We love hanging out with other frugal people, hearing what you have to say. So if you're liking what we're putting down, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. We'll continue to come at you on Fridays. Again, Frugal Friends Friday alliteration it'll never get old see you next week bye
1: frugal friends is produced edited and mixed by eric Sirianni. travis thinks i'm a weirdo but he's weirder
3: yeah i'll i'll support you on that thank you Eric just thinks I'm crazy, and I always tell him, you have it so good. (laughs) You don't know how crazy crazy can be. Girl, yes. But he's never going to know because he landed this dime piece. Amen. So (laughs) amen. he has no concept of what other kinds of ladies are out there. Um, You know, I just have to tell them listen
1: yeah you have to make it seem like real rough out there
3: <laughs> I mean, watch a lot of rom-coms <laughs> you don't know what you got you don't even know you don't know what you're missing you're missing so much crazy i am so down to earth and so normal and <laughs> so incredible that gosh, and humble yeah i know He's so i just humble. wish he knew how how lucky he is
1: he well, when he listens to this, when he edits, when the podcast, he
3: edits this, <laughs> he'll know, he'll, he'll know, know be like, yeah, I want the yeah. jackpot with her. Listen to her. <laughs> Listen to how normal she sounds. Uh-huh. <laughs> and.
0: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry.